Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning alt-pop rock singer-songwriter and indie filmmaker Merson Avelli, founder of the electronic rock band Midnight Soundtrack. This week, we're excited to welcome Los Angeles-based musician, actor, and model Melinda Hale to the show. Melinda is a multi-talented performer, classically trained in both vocal performance and musical theatre. In her music career, Melinda's won many independent awards and has released three studio EPs to date. As an actor, she can be seen in several major independent film projects, including The Fourth Meeting and Oranges, and is also working on a new TV series, Agent X. Melinda co-hosts the Vampire Diaries after show on the stream.tv and serves as the main host for the Walking Dead after show. She's a spokesperson for vegan makeup company, Lana Minerals, and is the founder of the Me Too campaign, which promotes equality for marginalized couples. She's currently working on her fourth EP, which is due for release in the fall of 2015. Hey, Melinda. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. You and I are already kindred spirits. Because... Yes, we are. Your Vegas shirt. I was That's like, it. yeah. That's the first <laughs> thing you said. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited about it. Awesome. So let's start this off right away and tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Well, I'm vegan. That was going to be the first thing. Absolutely. <laughs> huge part of my brand. So I'm always trying to like share things with people like, oh, try this or I'll take them to vegan soul food because I think soul food's a way to get to people's hearts and stomachs. And then you lie to them and like, oh, it's actually vegan. And they don't believe you. So that's kind of my little thing to get people's <laughs> veganism. <laughs> um, I'm definitely afraid of birds. That is a big thing for me. When I lived in New York, it got to the point where I'd completely reroute my path somewhere if a pigeon was on the sidewalk. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one thing. I'm definitely afraid of birds. Um, let's see, what else? I'm a very generous and caring, loving person. I tend to put people first. And I just love people in general. And I think people do tend to take the uh, I can't stand people route. But I love people and I really, I really like value relationships. And I'm that person that will keep in touch with someone for years and always check in with them. And they finally are like, oh, I'm so grateful that you, you know, kept in touch. But I think relationships are really important. So I think people, especially in this day and age, tend to go into just texting but i'm the calling or i'll write a letter or an email so oh, yeah. i love that we need more people like you yeah. I, i'm big on that too <laughs> social media has brought so many people together but pushed so many people apart you know Absolutely. and segregated so many people i think so yeah this is great that's awesome i love yeah. it i love it so can you give us a quick insight into how you got started in the music and film and tv Absolutely. industries well, I always joke that I popped out singing, and my mom will probably attest to that. I've been singing <laughs> since forever. Um, but I grew up singing in church in Santa Barbara, and then in school I got involved in musical theater. And that originally is what I thought I wanted to do, was do musical theater. But 
growing up to listening to just Motown and then, you know, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion and the whole nineties oh, era. Whitney Houston, all- come on. I was, yes, I was raised on Whitney Houston. Right, right. And She's Celine like, Dion too, but I think Whitney Houston, this is going to, this is going to so- get people on either side here, but I'd have to pick Whitney. I'd have to pick Whitney. <laughs> To me, they're so different, though. I know, I, but there's so, so much heart and soul in Whitney. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Whitney, to me, is like what embodies raw talent. And Celine yeah. Dion is so technically perfect. Yeah, so her, I see what you're saying. They're completely yeah. different. It's completely different. Yeah. So I, I couldn't even choose. I, I go to them for different things. Right. Um, but yeah, so I grew up wanting to do musical theater, but then I got really into doing pop music and Motown and Souls, and my dad was a musician back in the day, so he exposed me to a lot of music. So um, when I went to college, I actually, people don't take this right, I trained in opera because I wanted to be able to do pop music for a really long time. And I think that people don't really correlate those two, but I've always found, and just in my career now, that having getting that training, I'm able to be in the studio for a long time. I'm able to sing for a show for a really long time because I was trained with what opera singers do. And I think that's super important. So, yes, I did. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm a classic, classic, I can't speak. <laughs> I'm a classically trained vocalist myself. I didn't go to school for it, but I'm classically trained. And, and there's a huge difference having that training. It's, you know how to use your voice. Um, I think people miss, miss uh, I can't think of the word right now. Um, they, 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 a lot of people don't really understand that when you get like vocal lessons, especially if they're by, it's from a very good teacher, it doesn't change you by any means. It actually right. helps you be yourself even more. It's about just using your voice so that you don't hurt yourself and being able Absolutely. to use your voice and express yourself even more, I think, with right. the right coach. And- Totally, Not totally. The, same. the one thing that a lot of my, because I've trained with a few different classical teachers, they're always like, now, how often are you belting? And I totally lie <laughs> because <laughs> like, they're like not big on belting. They're like really big on mixing your voice. And I'm like, oh yeah, I mix all the time, you know, <laughs> but I've learned how to, you know, belt properly. So um, anyway, so I did that and then I moved to New York and I got my equity card and I did a bunch of regional theater throughout the country, but then I really did miss doing pop music. I, you know, I took a little break from it when I went to New York and then I just kind of fell back into it. And I met a lot of people when I was there and I did my third album there. And then when I went to Chicago, which is where my husband went to law school, I kind of had to start over from scratch because I moved to a place where I knew nobody. It was in the winter, so I was pissed. And, (laughs) oh, my God. Yeah, I moved in January to Chicago. Like, I don't recommend that because it's a great city, but I hated it. Um, And I just had to be proactive. So that's when I got into doing more TV, film, and commercial. And I just really loved it. And so it just kind of lit a fire into me to be a part of all these different areas of the entertainment industry and I feel like in this day and age you kind of have to do everything anyway because it's the best way to get your name out there. Music is always my end game but I found in doing modeling and doing TV and film and commercial or you know being a spokesperson for something I always just find a way to bring it back to my music because that's the main thing for me. It's your main passion. Yeah absolutely. Yeah. Cool. It's smart as well. I think that's definitely a smart thing to do. Well, and so especially what, if you enjoy it all as well. Then right. uh, Why limit yourself? Totally. Right? Yeah. Cool. So what would you say the biggest lessons you've learned, uh, both in the music industry and the film and TV industries, have been? The biggest lesson I've learned has been to just put away my pride and not be afraid to ask for help. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people 
think it's a sign of weakness and I actually think it's a sign of strength if you're able to look for help and figure out answers because I'm, you know, I've convinced myself now at this point that I'm not superwoman even though I thought I was for a very long time and being able to ask for help, just, you know, working with Christine, who I know you guys know, and she's been helping me a lot. Being able to do that has been allowed, has allowed me to just work on my music. I'm like, oh, I feel a little free now. I don't have to feel like I have to do all these things because I do have other people that are helping me because I wasn't afraid to ask for help. So that's something, the biggest lesson I've had to learn because thinking I could do everything at once has caused me to fail bad because I've messed up on something or forgotten something. And it's not a good thing. So yeah, not being being able to ask for help has been a big lesson for me. I knew you and I were kindred spirits. Cause, <laughs> no, I just, I just tweeted not too long ago about how um, it takes. It's not a sign of weakness for to ask for help. It's actually it's hey. actually it takes a lot of strength. I was referring more to well, it actually applies to anything. But even even if someone needs to go to therapy or anything in the in the psychology field, I believe it, it's a sign of strength because you know to to, to know when to ask for help. To know when you when you need to step outside yourself, you know. Completely, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wrote blog post about it not long ago as well. I think it was um, in music. Does DIY really mean do it yourself? And the answer really is no. It shouldn't mean do it yourself because right. uh, you try and do everything yourself, and right. it just becomes so overwhelming. And I think you kind of need to figure out for yourself when you get to that point where you cannot do, you cannot physically do anything more you know, without someone's yeah. help. So that's um, the point I'm at. Yeah. You need to, you, you need to just expand, but it's difficult tonight. You're kind of at a crossroads sometimes, you know, it's how much can you expand? How much can you afford to keep doing on your own? And mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a crossroads. And but if you're a control freak like me, then it's really difficult. We all kind of are a little bit exactly. of a control freak. <laughs> well, but you're, you know, you're a great example of an artist who combines their passions and, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, and does a lot yourself but you combine your passions uh for example equality veganism and you you combine that all in your music and in your work in general um you know do you think it's important for artists to show their personalities like that particularly on social media i do because i think it's the easiest way to connect with people you know you can find that you know that vegan or you can find the person that also believes in equality and share with them and they realize that you know even though I'm not like at where I want to be in my career, but they realize (laughs) true statement preach. Uh, (laughs) They realize, you know, Oh, this person's relatable. They feel the same way I do about something or they are involved in something that I am. So it just sparks a conversation. So I definitely think that transparency is important. And it also attracts the people that you want to have around you. Right. I mean, I mean right. for, and it's going to repel the people that you don't. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so everyone wins, yeah. The well, easiest filter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, if you, once you take a stance, you start getting, like, I've gotten this. You know, you, get, you start getting people kind of attacking you for things. But I think if you try not to participate in that um, or maybe even just shed some light to the person, whether or not they're willing to accept it is, is up to them. Uh, you know, but I think that if you try to please everyone, I mean... That's an old. That's an old saying. I mean, that's the easiest way to fail yeah. is trying to please yeah. everyone, right? And it's impossible. It's yeah, and and also, I think Ross and I always talk about being yourself. I mean, at the end of the day, whether or not you whether or not you succeed, at least you know you were yourself, and you right. either succeeded or failed for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which then you never really failed, did you? Right. You never really failed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your fourth EP. Uh, it's due fall two thousand fifteen. Yes, October twentieth is the official date. Um, it's called Ooh. Pieces of Me. And 
I named it that because it's a really eclectic album. I would say there's a lot of different genres throughout, but everything's cohesive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I mean, I have songs that are about, you know, being in the music industry, struggling, are about my move from Chicago back to L.A., are about just feeling like, you know, some, there's a song called Better Than Nothing that's basically, you know, one thing, hey, at least it's something. You know, something is better than nothing, even though you're struggling going through all this. Um, I have a song that's called Falling that I wrote um, in response to Lila Alcorn, who was a transgender girl that took her life. So I have a song about that. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's just a really eclectic album, which is why I named it that, because it's all different parts of my life that are important to me. Oh, so I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I consider myself an eclectic artist, and I, I'm always... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an artist I'm listening to, Meg Myers. I, I, Ross, you listen to her too. She, I, I consider yeah. her an eclectic artist as well. And I actually, I love it because the voice ties it. The yeah. voice ties it together, especially when you're an independent yeah. you know, or, or singer-songwriter. The voice ties it together. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I mean, it works for some artists where everything sounds the same, particularly for certain <laughs> bands, you know, but yeah. I don't like that. I like where, you you know, it shows that uh, that the artist is into a lot of different stuff and wants to mm-hmm. share different and especially if you can do it. <laughs> right, right, right. right. I love it. And I think it's also a way to get a bigger audience mm-hmm. because one person will hear one song and then another person will hear another song and everybody's connecting with something different, but you get this huge, you know, fan base that can connect with individual songs and then eventually they'll like all of them, you know? So yeah, I was going to say it also introduces them to kind of different styles. Right, right. You know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm Very excited cool. about it. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, so are we. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what would you say to an aspiring musician or actor that you wish someone had said to you when you first started in the industry? Oh, that's a good one. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Um, it's so easy to be consumed by what other people are achieving around you and not taking in the blessings that you do have and the things that you have achieved. It's very easy to think, oh, I got, you know, this song placement or I booked this gig and then somebody posts, oh, I got this song placement or this gig. And you're like, well, that's a lot bigger than mine, you know, but everybody's in a different path. And I think that that's just what I have to remember. Not everybody's going to get to the end game, the same path. I mean, it's everybody's career is like this anyway. There's like 80 paths that you're taking to get where you want to go. But you have to remember that somebody else's is also just as twisty and curvy and crazy as yours. So if somebody gets somewhere quicker, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. So I wish someone had just said, like, stop looking at other people's careers. Stop comparing yourself. Focus on yourself. Mind your own business. You know? Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> everyone, everyone hypes themselves, too. I mean, that's right. social media. I mean, it's not a, an exact representation of somebody <laughs> in the real so world, you know? So, but yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't relate anymore with that. That's it reminds cool. me of a quote I've heard as well. Um, this is sort of in, in, in regards to comparing. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for one, you don't know how long someone's been working on something. You know, they may be five years in the business when maybe you're only a year. And the quote is something like, this is not exactly it, but it's something like, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10, something like okay. that. So it's like, you know... I mean, in some situations, like, you could be on chapter 10 and someone else is in chapter one. It's succeeding a lot quicker and faster, you know, and, and it's, it, everything's coming, coming together a bit quicker and easier for them. But again, that's their path. You can't, if you compare it to yourself Absolutely. to them, you're just going to be miserable <laughs> and depressed and just give up. Oh, and that's not, that's not the way anyone wants to go, right? Sure, yeah. 
And their book might be shorter. It might end, and it might have a terrible oh, ending. Whereas terrible. yours could have a great. You know, it might just come to an end. Someone might like <laughs> just re- stop abruptly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Are you ready for twenty questions? All right, let's do it. I'm excited. All right, all right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? We know this one. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, how many times, Ross, do I have a disappointed look when someone's like, "Oh, meat," and I'm just like. I would say too often. I would say too often, but I think you two will disagree with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. How long, are you vegan or vegetarian? Vegan. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. She was like, I don't know if I like you yet. <laughs> Los Angeles or New York? Los Angeles. Twitter or Facebook? Now Twitter. Used to be Facebook. Yoga or yogurt? Can I say neither? Sure. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I'd pick yoga because I don't have yogurt, obviously. <laughs> Lady Gaga or Madonna? Ooh. I'm going to do Madonna. I'm a classic person. And Lady Gaga is heavily inspired by Madonna and Mary Yeah, Hansen. so. You can see the combination, actually. Absolutely, yeah. Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Okay, Gavin DeGraw, I don't know who that is. Or Jason Moran. Melinda knows. Melinda okay. really knows who Gavin Whoa. DeGraw is. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. First of all, yeah, I just feel like I was personally insulted. Oh, <laughs> uh, Gavin DeGraw. And second of all, what? How do you not know who he is? Okay, you need to go do your research. I'm like... Ooh. Ross does the research. <laughs> um, the album is... Ch- Chariot was uh, the album that he did when he did because he did the One Tree Hill theme. Did the One Tree Hill theme? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I heard him, and that album, uh, more so the the stripped version of the album where it's just yes. all acoustic, is amazing. He, yeah, really good. He's he's like my main inspiration. He's my goal. He's who I would want to work with. Or like I always joke oh, with wow. Christine, like I just want him to have like a take a friend to work day and bring me, you know, cause I want, he's just that person that I want to like, see how he works, see how he writes, how right. he rehearses, how he records. Cause who he is and how he is, even though he's a major label artist, he functions more like an indie artist, which is something mm-hmm. that I really respect. And he's just, you know, the person that I'd want to emulate, so to speak, but cool. Oh, Marcio lost some points. Marcio lost some points. <laughs> Had me vegan, lost me and Gavin. <laughs> Indie or major? It's a toss-up, but I, I think I'm going more indie lately. Yeah. Canada. I still enjoy major, but... Sorry, you, go ahead. You, I, I enjoy a, a lot of major label artists, but I think the platform of Indie, the idea of yes. having contr- creative control yes. and everything... Yeah. Completely, yeah. Canada or Scotland? Canada. Mm. Well, that was, that was a, a difficult one for her, Ross. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm what to sorry. Think, but... I've never been to Scotland, so I got to pick Canada. I've been to Canada. Well, I'm going to punish you with this really tough question. This is actually probably okay. this is probably one of the meaner questions I'm going to oh, ask you. Okay. The Walking Dead or the Vampire Diaries? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That is tough. <laughs> I would have to say, okay, this is actually very, very tough. I think I'm going to say Vampire Diaries. And only reason is because they, I'm kind of a sap and they still have love stories. The Walking Dead really doesn't have love stories. It's really just like gruesome, intense fighting, you know, 
And I love that, but I still love a good classic love story. And Vampire Diaries still has that. As long as it's not overly cheesy, I think it really helps to bring an emotional element to any show. Right. You know, Absolutely. like even there's a lot of shows I can think of. Like Fringe was one of my favorite shows for a long time. Okay. And it did have a love story. And it did, you know, combine with all yeah. the other crazy sci-fi stuff. Yeah. You know. um, Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake, Thank please. You. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Not even <laughs> you can you can probably tell I've been totally stalking you on Facebook and Twitter by this question. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl? Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. That's my guilty pleasure. I know. Really. I know. <laughs> Breaking Bad or Homeland? Ooh, uh, I said Breaking Bad because yeah. I kind of gave up on Homeland. Late the last, you know what? They, it got better though. But Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> Michael Jackson. Even though I do love Michael Bolton, I'm not gonna lie. There are some songs of his, and I do think he has a crazy good voice. But Michael Jackson, just yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna set you a challenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you because you've done you've done an awesome uh, mashup of Blank Space and Chandelier. Yeah. I want you to pick a Michael Jackson song and a Michael Bolton song Ooh. and mash them up and do that on your YouTube. Oh, that would be Ooh, interesting. Okay. Challenge accepted. That'd be cool. Challenge accepted. I like I that. that. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Cool. Twerk or work? Work. I don't even know what twerking is really. I mean, I know what it is, but I just don't get it. Like, why is it a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, no why idea. Why is it a thing? Know. When did it become a thing? Uh, Miley Cyrus, thing? that's all. I just, yeah. So I, I'd rather work. Ricky Gervais what? or Ricky Martin? Hmm. I'd say Ricky Martin. I'm not... Ricky Gervais oh, is common. We don't get many really, Ricky Martins, do we? Yeah, no, no, Ricky no. Gervais just isn't really for me. And yeah. I love comedy, but he's just not my cup of tea. Right. <laughs> It's yeah, funny you say that true. because he's British. Cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Whale or kale? Give it to me. Kale, come on. <laughs> it's a Save vegan thing. Kale. Sorry, Russ. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I eat kale. I eat kale sometimes. Save the whales, no, eat don't. the kale. I do. I Save eat the whales, the- eat the kale. She's great. <laughs> She's got this down, man. <laughs> I eat green curly kale from time to time. It's all right. So I'm trying to fit in, Ross. It's all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bet Midler or the Riddler? <laughs> Bet Midler. I love good bet stuff back yeah. in the day. Back yeah. in the day. And our final mean question, and I want you to bear in mind, you know, that Marcy doesn't know who Kevin DeGraw is, and I, I want do. You to bear in mind. Okay, that I know I'm not a vegan, a and I know I'm not a vegan, but you know, maybe you persuade me. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ross or Marcio? Oh, I don't like that. I know. I know. I, I, we do, though. <laughs> yeah, we quite like it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Um, <gasps> Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is I, I, I Don't do the whole, don't do the whole, well, I pick Canada, so I'll pick Ross, because I'm not Canada. <laughs> I want a few that way. <laughs> I you want most of them that way, Ross. Most of them is like, and then, and then you're, you feel good. Ross that, did do then his you're like, research. What's that? Ross did do his research. Yeah, he did do his research. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think we bonded, but I think based on just research and knowing. Oh, I can never win. <laughs> I could have had to go with Ross. I'm so lonely. 
Oh, I'm so I'm so excited when we finally do our, our end of year tally and find out who has won. <laughs> Clearly, you. Nobody I likes me. Who Gras was? I know who he is. <sighs> I know who he is. Yep. <sighs> For sure. Do your research. You got to look him up. All right, Melinda. Like- what music can you recommend <laughs> for anybody? Uh, obviously, Gavin DeGraw. But okay. I've recently been listening to Leanne Lahavis, Le yes. who I think is phenomenal. I'm so glad that I discovered her. And um, I'm a really big London Grammar fan also. Good choice. And then uh, Leon Bridges, who is kind of getting pretty big right now. He's, do you know Leon Bridges? I think he was I'm on a Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're like Look him up He's literally like Sam Cooke reincarnated. He's amazing. You know who Sam yes, Cooke is? Yes, I know yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, those, those three right now, or four, I guess, I'm really listening to. I always listen to Gavin. Do you but... have any film or TV show recommendations? Um... I just started Game of Thrones with my husband, and I'm not I was, I was, I refused for a while, yeah, and then I actually really enjoy it. Really? So, yeah, I'm surprised that I enjoy it, but yeah, I, I should give it do. a shot. Yeah. See, I, I just don't like things like I don't really like stuff that's set in like I call it quote old time. I don't, I don't like when they speak like old time, um, right. and I I don't know. I I feel. I'm worried that it might be a little too Lord of the Rings for me, but I don't yeah. know if that is it like that or it, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. I'm telling you everything you just said was how I felt and why I didn't want to watch it. And then I got sucked in and it's actually very well written. And it's mm. also beautifully shot. If you look at it from a filmmaking mm. and a TV making perspective, which is kind of what I do just being an actress and being in a lot of film and commercial, I do look at things from a different perspective, not just an entertainment. So I think as a whole, it's a really well done show. Cool. I might give it a try. Now I've got a Maybe. question for you. I got a question yes. for Melinda. Yes, indeed. This is a, this is a question I want to know, and for okay. any of our vegan guests, uh, not guests, vegan listeners and viewers out here, when and why did you become vegan, mm-hmm. and why should other people consider veganism? Well, okay, I became vegetarian when I was eleven years old. Very bold decision for an eleven year old. But I just, I just thought meat was gross. Um, and so I stopped eating meat. And then I didn't become vegan until I was in college, mainly because I was tired of just taking lactate pills before I ate because I was so highly lactose intolerant. But then I started looking at more research and realizing how bad a lot of animal byproducts were for you. And then the more I learned about animal rights and just what goes into creating meat and dairy products, I realized that it's so much better for our environment. It's so much better for your health. Like I lost so much weight when I became a vegan and I love to cook anyway. And I'm, you know, less lethargic now, you know, because I eat a lot of vegetables, eat really healthy. I always have a lot of energy and it's kind of fun just figuring out new recipes to create because I feel like, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to judge meat eaters, but you can get very simple, I guess. But it is fun. People think like, oh, well, what do you eat? And I can show them so many recipes that they would never think like, oh, I wouldn't even think that you could do that as a vegan. So to me, that's the fun part. So I, and I think if you're just looking for better health, more energy, um, and you do want a healthy environment, being vegan really is the way to go. 
but I think a lot of people don't understand actually how much the meat and dairy industry affects the environment. Like the amount of yes. water that's used is exponentially higher uh, to produce meat and, and dairy, and mm-hmm. uh, and the amount of pollutants that methane, everything that's released, Absolutely, and transportation, yes. everything. Yeah, it's it's a um, lot of waste, and it's it's actually one of the leading causes to greenhouse gases, which people yes. actually don't know. It's um, so true. It's so true. Health-wise, I would totally recommend people to watch Fork Over Knives because it's fantastic. Yes. Have you seen that? Well, because I you find that most people most people seem to be swayed by the health because a lot of people <laughs> mm-hmm. are dealing with health issues. Right. And I, I've, people I know that have seen Forks Over Knives, it's really maybe not necessarily completely converted them over. I shouldn't say converted, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's opened their eyes a lot to get them questioning, right. which is the beginning of uh, a revolution. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And the upside, you can eat cookie dough without worrying about the raw egg. <laughs> well, what, what other what other vegan books or, or I know I would obviously recommend, I want to get sponsored. That's my like my goal to get sponsored by to Vega. get sponsored by Vega, right? <laughs> I, I, I have like so many Vega products every day. It's ridiculous. Oh, um, I would I would definitely recommend to anybody to, to try Vega. Um, it's, there's so every single ingredient in it has a purpose and a function and is completely healthy. Not just healthy, but health promoting it's unbelievable uh for for you um what other what other products or or anything that can help people get started if they wanted to try Uh, veganism out well they can try volana minerals because it is a vegan makeup company Uh a little plug i'm gonna tell my wife Uh, about that because she uses vegan makeup as well and actually i do sometimes too and i put a little bit of cover up on uh and uh yeah i'll I'll definitely try that stuff yeah volana it's fantastic um for females i have all the skinny bitch yeah. Books. they're yeah. amazing because no, it's also that, yeah. just fun food you know yeah. it's just fun food um trying to think i have vegan with a vengeance i heard about uh, that one yeah she's great and then uh steampunk or yeah. i think that's her name i think she has a thing on youtube i think it's called steampunk where it's just all vegan stuff she's really really cool and awesome so awesome. look up those things There's yeah so much stuff yeah and the person who formulated vega is brandon brazier um yes he's awesome he's written some great books that really helped educate me a lot and have, being, being able to easily explain certain concepts to people and he, he's written all the thrive books uh, really cool stuff. He's he's all about uh, raw veganism and and not using any of the allergens that are present in most foods. Everything from soy to to corn. I, I actually do have soy and corn all that stuff uh, mm-hmm. in moderation. But yeah, it's a very interesting. It's a it's a cool concept. I would recommend to Absolutely. everyone. <laughs> so where can people hear more about not just your music and, and your film work and, and your television work, but also your veganism and and all the wonderful things that you have to share and say? Where can people find you online? Yeah, so just melindahale.com, M-A-L-Y-N-D-A-H-A-L-E. And then you can find me on Facebook, Melinda Hale Music, or Twitter at Melinda Hale. Awesome. And just one last thing, speaking about vegan blogs and vegan books and everything, my wife actually has a blog. Um, it's called, it's not, I'm sorry, it's all about the flavor, flavor spelt the Canadian uh, UK way. Uh, it's all about the flavor.tumblr.com. She periodically updates it with uh, some of her favorite recipes. Some of them are her own, some of them are you know, cool. in from other places. Yeah, check it out. And I'm writing my uh, next solo album as well as getting ready to release my side project, Midnight Soundtrack's debut album, Foreplay. You can hear my music on marcianovelli.com. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which are all slash Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work, blog posts, all that stuff at electrickiwi.co.uk. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at electrickiwi and on Facebook, um, Electric Kiwi Design. And... Um, 
This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton Presents. Find out more about what Chris does and how you, he can help you at chriskeaton.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, visit bridge-the-atlantic.com slash sponsors. Well, this has been so much fun. This has been so great. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your um, your your energy, your your good vibes. I love it. Just everything about oh, you is really you. awesome. I'm really glad uh, you yeah. came on the show. Yeah, yeah and big too. thanks to Christine for introducing us. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, um, and definitely I recommend checking out all your YouTube covers because I was listening to tons of them earlier, uh, but especially the Blank Space and Chandelier one is awesome. Yes, oh, you have an awesome you. fucking voice. I'll just say it. You have an awesome fucking voice. I love <laughs> oh, it. And thanks, everyone thanks. Listen, needs to listen to it. So come back again soon, okay? Yes, please. I can't wait. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 